Oh, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are having some technical difficulties with the broadcast. And for some odd reason, oh, Jesus, I hate when that happens too. Uh, For some odd reason, and for the life of me, I cannot understand why. I am unable to get my broadcast going on my uh, on the on the multiple broadcast platforms, and it was working perfectly until today. The only thing I can do at this point is keep my fingers crossed and hope what I just did works. Well, I may as well start the show with what I've got. I can't do any more than that. This is getting ridiculous. News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally... The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast.
pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Okay, starting off, let me just say for the record that I don't know where the Democrats are getting their brain matter from, but they need to get a full refund and send it back. Why? Because everybody is going on the impeach Donald Trump bandwagon again. Only this time it's over Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Hold the phone. The Ukraine controversy. My talking points for this evening. Okay, I may not be the sharpest knife in the drawer on some things, but when it comes to putting two and two together, I know how to add it up to four. Why do the Democrats have to make it two and two equals five, and let me explain why I use that as an analogy. You see, apparently, the Democrats are looking for any excuse, any excuse whatsoever to impeach the president, Donald Trump, and without any evidence whatsoever. So they're digging, they're reaching, they're clawing, they're scratching for anything they can use. Well, I got bad news for the Democrats. Here's the problem. They have nothing, so now they're using this phone call with the Ukrainian president from our president, and it's like, wait a minute, Joe Biden, when he was the hostage holding of the presidency for eight years, Veep, you know, VP, alleged VP, shotgun Joe, need I say more? No, I think I will. So here's a guy who told Ukraine, now he's the vice president, he's not the president that he's not going to give them billions of dollars, I think it was. I'll see if I can find the exact clip, play it for you. And trust me when I say, he's threatening not to give Ukraine all this money when he's not the president, just the vice president, if they don't fire a prosecutor. Oddly enough, this prosecutor was the guy prosecuting his son, Hunter. Hmm. Now, isn't that just interesting? How this clueless old fool forgot that he threatened a foreign government over his son. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of made me scratch my head and go, huh? Oh, the Democrats have this thing where it's okay for us, but not okay for you kind of attitude. In other words, Joe Biden was allowed to get away with, you know, telling a foreign power, you're not getting a dime unless you fire this prosecutor who's investigating my son, prosecuting my son, whatever the case was at the time. We'll get the information on that. So there you have that. Now, add insult to injury, you have this so-called alleged vice president, Joe Biden, telling a foreign government, this 
lovely information, they get no money until they fire a prosecutor. So let's fast forward to today, to this time in history. The Democrats are screaming for the transcripts. They're they're seething for these transcripts of a phone call between two foreign leaders, President Donald Trump and the president of Ukraine. Uh, Wait a minute. If you are going to demand all these transcripts and recordings and blah, 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 over what a whistleblower, this all stems from a whistleblower who remains anonymous and doesn't even have clear-cut knowledge of what was said, what took place, blah, blah, blah. But the Democrats don't care about that. Facts don't matter to Democrats. The only thing that matters to Democrats is getting rid of Donald John Trump because he's broken the law. Don't you know that? He broke the law. I'd love to know what law he broke. And let me remind you, America, that the criteria for impeachment doesn't matter to Democrats. The Democrats want to use anything they can get their hands on and call it the criteria for impeachment. They want to use this. They're trying to accuse him of colluding with another foreign government as it relates to the coming election. They tried that, and look where it got them. Nowhere. This collusion business has got them so twisted up, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Period. So, you know what, America? I I got a great idea. And I've said this already a couple of times on this broadcast, and I think it bears repeating. Vote Democrats out. Yes, vote them out. They are not doing this country any kind of useful service. What they are doing is basically telling you and I, oh, well, thank you for voting us into office. Now we'll do what the fuck we want, and we don't care what you say or think. That's the Democrat mentality. They are treating President Trump like a blight on this nation when he's not a blight on this nation. So, America, you can do one of two things. You can vote Democrat and watch our country disintegrate like it almost did under the Obama dictatorship when Barack Hussein Obama held the office of president hostage for eight years, apologized for this country. This is the thing that people forget, and i got to remind you of this. He went outside this country and apologized to a foreign nation for our involvement in WW2. Yes, a sitting president, alleged president, I should say, at the time, told a foreign country, we are sorry for having involved ourselves in World War II. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically the gist of it that I feel is inappropriate. But yet, that's okay for him to do. He was all right fine and dandy to sign executive orders and actions that were completely and totally unconstitutional. But nobody bitched about that when he bent over and kissed the ring of a foreign leader. Oh, did we forget about that too, America? Hmm? These are all the things that Barack Obama did when he held the office of president and our country hostage for eight years led this country to a near bankruptcy because of Obamacare, and it is still fragments of his administration, you know, the administration that held this country hostage along with the presidency for eight years, that decided we're still going to involve ourselves in the political process. You just won't see it, at least not right away. They'll be subtle about it, and they have been. But they're doing it through other 
people, the Democratic Party, George Soros, so forth. All right, look, you can either vote Democrats out of office in the hope of regaining this country and regaining this country's self-respect in the world community, or you can vote for Democrats and watch America completely destroy itself thanks to Democratic control. That's your choice, America. I, for one, don't think that's really appropriate. <sighs> what are you going to do? Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast on the following dot coms, Twitter, Facebook, MeWe, and Spreely. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Firefox News Online. Uh, tonight's broadcast currently is not available on any of the video platforms due to a problem with the software that I use for broadcasting on multiple broadcast platforms video-wise. So we are only available tonight on Mixler and Blog Talk Radio, at least for the time being. I am currently working on this even as we speak. I just hope I can get this thing. Ah, balls! I keep forgetting the stupid browser I'm using doesn't allow me to download shit. Fuck! What a night for a fuck-up. And yes, I know, it's fucking Monday, Gunslinger. I get it. This isn't Crazy Nation Radio, so I don't subscribe to his interpretations on this show. So there. (laughs) I hate when this happens. Every fucking time I go to do anything, something has to fuck up. Speaking of Gunslinger, he's here. I'm there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. So anyway, as I was saying before my computer decided to give me Ajita, at least the software side of it, seems that... Um, seems that, uh, you know, the left is is trying to bury what Biden said back when he was uh, the vice president hostage holder, when he was the vice hostage holder of the the, uh, Oval Office. They don't seem to want to remember that convenient revisionist history. How he told Ukraine 
you don't get the money until you fire the prosecutor. And the prosecutor in question was investigating his son, Hunter. So they, the Democrats want to use this as criteria for impeachment. And I've said this, I don't know how many times on this broadcast, there's only three items that are criteria for impeachment. Treason, bribery, high crimes, and misdemeanors. Well, since, he's been, since President Trump has not been found guilty of any of that, Hmm, I'd say that there are chances of getting this impeachment are about as likely as me growing a third eye. What do you think? Well, you know, it's it, it's so funny. It's it's funny, and then it's funny. These people are so hypocritical. It's not even. It's not even funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just waste of. It's a waste of good time and good airspace that these idiots are still around. Okay. These Democrats, they seem to just like you said. They seem to forget a lot of things. Like uh, they started the, the the KKK back in the fifties. Okay. Democrats started that. Uh, gee whiz. Uh, all the other. Oh, liberal Democrats started that little thing called gun-free zone, which more people were killed in than any place anywhere from the mind of a liberal Democrat. They seem to forget that. I, they seem to forget a lot of things, okay, that is very relevant today. And just like that. And <laughs> you're not going to get the money unless you fire this guy. Oh, really? You're telling this another country? <laughs> Man, these people. I, I don't... I, it's just... We got to invent some new words for these people. They're they're just they're totally off the wall and out to lunch. How can you do that? I mean, and then you know, old beat off O'Rourke there. Oh, we gonna come in there. We're gonna take your guns. Oh, really? <laughs> well, that's a hell of a subject to be harping on when you're trying to win the hearts of Democrats and the American people. We gonna come in and take your guns. Oh, really? Are they that stupid? Well, maybe I answered my own question. Yes, they are that stupid. Go ahead. Well, yeah, they are that stupid, Gunslinger. And I think I think what it boils down to is, you know, they 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 want to impeach a president for any reason that they can make up. You know. They, they want to make they want to make this this whole business of ruining Donald Trump's presidency, their life's ambition. But how about we look into the Bidens, Joe and son Hunter? See. Joe Biden was the was only the veep. He wasn't the he wasn't the head hostage holder of the presidency. So he didn't have the authority. He 
didn't have the authority to, guess what, people, to make the decision not to give Ukraine that money. The money. I think it was around a bill, a billion bucks. Well, you know what? Maybe it's just me, but he, and I seem to, I said this in my talking points, didn't Biden not only make that decision, but used it as leverage? (laughs) You gotta love this. You gotta love the balls of this motherfucker. Leverage to get the prosecutor investigating Hunter Biden's background and so forth. They fire the prosecutor, they get the money. Isn't that called blackmail? So, an alleged vice president of the United States blackmails Ukraine. They blackmail them. They blackmail this Ukrainian, the, the people, the Ukrainian president, in order to get the prosecutor fired. Why? Was there some shady shenanigans going on? I mean, seriously. That, that's the only thing that, that I can think of. I mean, that makes sense to me anyway. Exactly what was exactly what was his son involved in? I forget. You have it right, Andy? Uh, No, but I can pull it up as soon as I do a quick search. Well, you know, just like the old saying goes, you know, and I've said it a zillion times, money talks, bullshit walks, don't it? Especially a billion dollars, boy, it does a lot of talking. And there's a lot of things that does a lot of walking. And obviously that prosecutor <laughs> did walk, <laughs> okay? Because money talks, bullshit walks. There's your proof right there. Well, let's see.
Okay. Trying different uh, search parameters, and I keep coming up with Okay, according to the Associated Press, in 2014, then-Vice President Joe Biden was at the forefront of American diplomatic efforts to support Ukraine's fragile democratic government as it sought to fend off Russian aggression and root out corruption. So it raised eyebrows when Biden's son Hunter was hired by a Ukrainian gas company. The Obama White House said at the time there was no conflict because the younger Biden was a private citizen. Mm. There, and there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either Biden. Yet the matter is back in the spotlight following revelations that President Donald Trump prodded Ukraine's president to help him investigate any corruption. That's the sneeze. <clears throat> Leave it to my to my allergies to kick in while I'm trying to read. Yuck. All right, let's try <laughs> let's try that again, shall we? Yeah, we uh, got a thing down here called You can have some. I don't know if you got it up there, but, man, it's tearing my nose up down here. What, what, what's the deal? Oh, we it's got that rag-weed. up here. I just don't have enough. I'm not allergic to ragweed, thankfully. I am. I'm sneezing my head off, too. Well, <laughs> hey, listen. I don't want to sneeze any more than I already do. My nose will sue me for damages if I do. Trust me. Not a good idea. No. Well, <laughs> back to the... Back to the item information I have here, my friend. The matter is back in the spotlight following revelations that President Donald Trump now I got a fucking yawn. Jesus. First I sneeze, now I yawn. What next? Oh, God, I had to ask that question. Um, following revelations that President Donald Trump prodded Ukraine's president to help him investigate any corruption related to Joe Biden. Now one of the top Democrats seeking to defeat Trump in 2020. Trump's private lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, has also publicly urged Ukrainian officials to investigate the Bidens. Hunter was named a paid board member of Burisma Holdings in in April 2014. The company's founder was a political ally of Viktor Yanukovych, Ukraine's Russia-friendly president, who was driven out in February 2014 by mass protests. Uh, Yanukovych's ouster prompted the Obama administration to move quickly to deepen ties with Ukraine's new government. Joe Biden played a leading role, traveling to Ukraine and speaking frequently with its new Western-friendly president. The younger Biden's business role raised concerns among anti-corruption advocates that Burisma was seeking to gain influence with the Obama administration. At the time, the company ran a natural gas extraction operation in Crimea, a Ukrainian peninsula annexed by Russia after Yanukovych 
was pushed from power. Hunter Biden has denied using his influence with his father to aid Burisma. He remained on the board through early 2019, often appearing at energy-related conferences abroad representing Burisma's interests. On Saturday, the former vice president said he never speaks to his son about his overseas business dealings. Um, oh, fuck me to tears. Guess what, Gunslinger? You weren't hurt at all. I can hear you just fine. No, no, nobody could hear you. Oh. I just, I just noticed the sound protocols were screwed up. I'm about to put the show put the show on the shelf for tonight. I really am. The rate things are fucking up, I don't know what to expect. Let's see here. The matter, however, has continued to be questioned by Trump and his allies. Oh come on. I can't stop yawning now. They've pointed in particular to Biden's move in March 2016 to pressure the Ukrainian government to fire its top prosecutor, Victor Victor Shulkin, who had previously led an investigation into Burisma's owner. Biden was representing the official position of the U.S. government, a position that was also supported by other Western governments and many in Ukraine, who accused Shokin of being soft on corruption. Uh, Corruption has continued to fester in Ukraine. In May, the country's new president, Volodymyr Zelensky, came into office with no political experience, but with bold promises to put an end to the corrupt practices. Around this time, Giuliani began reaching out to Zelensky and his aides to press for a government investigation into Burisma and Hunter Biden's role with the company. In an interview on May 19th, Trump claimed the former Ukrainian prosecutor was after Joe Biden's son, and that was why the former vice the former vice president demanded to he be fired. There is no evidence of this. Ukraine's current prosecutor, Yuri Lysenko, was quoted by Bloomberg News in May as saying he had no evidence of wrongdoing by Biden or his son, Bloomberg, of course we know who owns Bloomberg, also reported that the investigation into Burisma was dormant at the time Biden pressed for Shokin's ouster. Okay. 
the irony in this is that for some odd reason All right, something's wrong here. All right. Now, for some reason, Biden threatened to withhold billions of dollars and he would not release it unless the prosecutor was discharged from from his from from his job. Which also seems very strange that he would pull such an obvious stunt. You know? Why would you want why would you withhold money that rightly belongs that that was already that was already earmarked for Ukraine? Why would you do that? What's the political basis for this? Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? You're going after the prosecutor who's investigating your son? Sure sounds awfully suspicious. I think it's very fucking suspicious, okay? I mean, look at a billion dollars and, okay, you're going to fire your prosecutor or you're not going to get it. So what was going on here? I mean, you just don't just generally make a statement. I don't give a damn if you're Shotgun Joe or Sleepy Joe or whatever you want to call Joe, okay? You don't do that unless there's something underhanded going on, especially when it comes to that kind of money, okay? So what did he do? Did he? There's something – this is just the tip of the iceberg, okay? You know, what? The, that's what sunk the Titanic. You see just a little piece of ice sticking up there, but you've got a mountain of ice under the water. This is – this is like this is starting to sound like this now, okay? Because there's no reason, okay? Uh, you're going to demand to another government, another country, that they fire their prosecutor, or we withhold your money. Okay, there, little Miss uh, little Miss uh, Hunter, there. Uh, what did you do to cause all this and to get Daddy involved? Yeah, that's very very suspicious. Red flags all over this one. Good. Yeah, a little too suspicious, a little too convenient. Oh, maybe it's just my uh maybe it's just my suspicious nature. But that's what it appears to be. It's awfully, it's just too convenient.
course, then again, then again, we're talking politics here. You know, we're talking politics. I mean, between you, me, and the four winds, when it comes to politics, I don't know. But it's just it's just very strange. I mean, why okay. For political reasons, his, his and personal reasons, Joe Biden blackmails Ukraine to end the investigation into his son. And nobody here in this country when they learn of it says or does anything about it. Why? Why? Like I said, there's you just don't say that and do that unless there's unless daddy knows something. Okay? And little Hunter there must have must have got in some hot water, okay? Somehow, in those dealings that he was dealing with, or something had to have happened. Because why would he go to Daddy, okay, being the vice president of the United States at the time, and then do all this, and to get this this prosecutor fired if something did not, if Daddy didn't know something. You know, this when you're, it's probably a little bit of politics in there, but I'm, it's, it's mostly the way I see it now with these red flags in there. Uh, Dill Hunter boy did something, okay, and he tried to get Daddy to cover it up. Well, uh, uh, Mr. Country, there, uh, you need to call your prosecutor. Then we'll graciously give you that billion dollars. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, it, it's shit. Isn't turning redder and red and redder all the time? Talk about a red rose, shit. Okay, uh, you just don't do that out of the blue and withhold a country's money unless you've got a damn good reason. And if it's something that your son might have done, there's no telling what he could have done over there. Okay? Uh, wow. <clears throat> but, yeah, you're right. Nobody did say a fucking word over here. Uh, not, a, not a clue. Why are you holding all that money? Are you, Suddenly you're the president? Uh, hmm, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and there's Santa Claus, too. Uh-huh, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it just raises the specter of, 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 of doubt. You know? It really does. Because what we're looking at here, and, and maybe maybe it's just me, but... That, to me, reeks of interfering 
in a in a sovereign country's um, ju judicial process. Oh, look at it like this too. It, act it actually happened here when Obama uh, kidnapped the office of the presidency. When he first went in there, he spent millions of dollars in multiple law firms to cover up his birth certificate. Well, gee whiz, why? If you if you were born in the country, why are you spending millions of dollars in all these law firms to cover the fact of? Why don't you just show it? I'm sure if you go up there right now and knock on President Trump's door and said, Mr. Trump or President Trump, can I see your birth certificate, please? He'd probably invite you into the White House and sure, you want me to go play it for you? He has no reason to hide the fact. He hid the fucking fact in his birth certificate which would have proved that he was not born in this country, okay? So it's the same thing with Joe Biden and his son, just like Obama, by covering up his shit. There ain't no telling what he covered up when he was hostage holder of the presidency, okay? So it's the same thing. It's just different circumstances. Okay, one's a birth certificate, one's a billion dollars to another country, but the fact remains is that they covered it up. They lied, okay? When you lie like that, that means you're covering up something. We don't know what it is. Well, with Obama, we know it's been birth certificate. Okay, and to this day, he hasn't fucking proved it. So, uh, there's your proof right there. I mean, if didn't you, when you were the kid, didn't your mother always know that? Oh, you stole that candy. Okay. Oh no, I didn't, mommy. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, really? I just seen you do it. Why are you lying to me? You see my point? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's plain as a nose on the end uh, on the end of your face there. Go ahead. It is. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it sounds to me like, you know don't do it remember how I, I brought this up? It sounds like the, the old adage, don't do as I do. Do as I tell you. The Democrats will, without telling you, will say, "Oh no, we we can do we can do all we want, but you can't do the same thing we do. You try it, and we'll and we'll and we'll 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 we'll, we'll hang you for it." Go figure. And one has to ask the, the, the inevitable question. At what point At what point does it stop? You know? At what point does it, does all this bullshit finally come to an end? Well, I'll tell you one thing that if 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 
another Democrat, Democrat gets in there after Trump, which he's obviously a shoe in for 2020, it's just going to continue, just like a broken record. It goes around and around and around and around. This is what Trump is trying to do, is to stop this broken recordness, okay, of all this crap that even goes on over here, okay? And they're still going. There's still stuff going on. You know that. You know, it, Rome wasn't built in a day, okay? And Trump's trying his best to try to, hey, you know, don't do your job, you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. But when you have these fucking Democrats that are trying to impeach him every time he turns around and try to take a piss, okay, and that's their main goal now is to let's, let's impeach President Trump. He's got to do – he had to do something. Really? Okay. Instead of doing what is best for the country, obviously they're not doing the best interest or they don't have the best interest of the country in mind, do they? When they're doing this shit, okay, trying to impeach Trump on frivolous charges, okay, obviously, okay, uh, what is this, not once, but twice now? They're trying to scream an impeachment, impeach, impeach 45. I'm surprised MaxiPad ain't already yelling or fucking impeach 45, impeach 45 again, okay? And she gets on the bandwagon, okay? So <laughs> uh, do you see where these Democrats are? They don't have your the interest of this country at heart, okay? When you don't have the, the interest of the country at heart, that means you're a fucking anti-American, okay? You either love it or leave it. I mean, there's airplanes and ships leaving this country every fucking day. Get your ass on one of them, okay? But they have the audacity to say they're, we're, we're, we're for the American people and we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you're going to fucking get ass too, okay? Unless, if they get back in there. Thank God they won't get back in there at least four more years, at least. And hopefully another conservative, you know, Republican can step up to the step up to the plate at that time. But if these if these fucking rats get in and you see what they've done ever since Trump's been in office, man, oh man, oh man. I guarantee you they're going to cause a civil war in this country. Because you see how they talk. Oh well we're gonna give restitution to the blacks. For slavery, and we're going to give restitution for the for the uh, Indians because you know they've been treated so fair, unfairly, and all the oh we're going to come for your guns too. Do you see where that leads? Okay, that leads to civil war. That's a promise. Okay, there ain't no and if buts about it. You start fucking with people's livelihood like that. Okay, and spending tr- zillions and trillions of dollars. Oh, let's let's get rid of cow parks too. Let's tear down the cities. Let's get all this shit. You fix you, you are cruising for a bruising is what, what you're doing. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like my, it's like my mother used to say, you know, you keep up your shit, you're cruising for a bruising. And she was right. If, you know, you didn't straighten up and fly right, your ass was grass and she was a lawnmower. Well, pretty much the same thing happens here in this country, okay? We, the voters, are telling the, these jokers in office, you don't cut the bullshit. You don't start doing what we, what, what we tell you because you're supposed to work for us. Well, guess what? 
you're gonna end up on the wrong end of the fucking uh, the wrong end of the voting booth because you'll be on the outside looking in because we will vote your dumb asses out. But see, they don't they don't they don't think that's gonna that's that they don't think that that'll they don't think that can happen that they can keep their job forever. Well, yeah, no, not so much. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, geez, I mean, look at this. Look at what they've done. Look at what they're trying to do and what they would do if they was to get into the office. I mean, I, I guarantee you, we would be in a civil war. Okay, just like, you know, beat up a war. We're going to come in there and we're going to take your guns. Are you fucking crazy? Are you just stupid or were you born that way? You're going to come in. You're going to, who are you going to get to, to get these guns? You think the uh, the police is going to do it? Fuck you. That's a suicide mission. You think the sheriffs are going to do it? Uh, majority of the, of the sheriffs in this country are, are pro-constitutional sheriffs. You think they're going to order their deputies and go, go seize Mr. Senator's guns? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, you go do it. It's so stupid that these that what, what they're trying to do and what they're wanting to implement if they did get into power, which is absolutely mind-boggling. I'm wow. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a catch-22, is what it is. It's a catch-22. That's the problem. I mean, I've seen some stupid shit over the decades. I have. And I've seen how this country has been is being ripped apart and it's it's really you know it's not being it's not just a ripping apart it's a division it is the division that's going on in this country and maybe it's just me but I don't know. I just don't know anymore. I don't know what to expect next. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anyone in this country knows what to expect next. I know that there are people like Ron Reck who who, who believe in in this economic collapse crap. That's just what it is, crap. And there are people who 
who think that, uh, you know, that they can gauge the way the stock market. They, they're, they're, they're trying to use, people are trying, like Ron Reck does. He tries to use, people use the stock market to, dis, to determine our economic status. Okay? And that's not the only factor. But there are too many people that think they know, they know it all when it comes to, to, to the economic indicators. And politicians are ranked highest in that, in that regard, believe me. They're, they they see uh, they see a, a bad situation developing with the stock market. You know the way it, the way it dips down big time, and then it starts slowly coming back. And it's like, oh, and and the mainstream media is famous for this. Oh, look, look, look. We're 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 in free fall. Our economy is in free fall. The president has lied to us. The economy is not doing so good. Yeah, okay. You say so. The only reason the economy is not doing so good in their opinion is because they look at the they look at the Nasdaq they look at the Dow Jones, they look at the S&P 500, and they think that's the best way to gauge our economy. No, people are people are are spending money in retail stores. More now than they did when Obama was in office. <clears throat> Hard to believe that that can happen with a robust economy. So when it comes to something like the situation with Ukraine, I don't want to, get, I don't want to go back to that because the because Ukraine fires a prosecutor at the behest of the alleged vice president Joe Biden. Hmm, wait a minute now, hold on. So you're so what you're saying, people, is that basically Okay, I cannot go live on my on my video feeds tonight, which really sucks. I'm relegated to um, to just internet radio for now. Which really bites. So he blackmails a foreign government into firing the prosecutor who is investigating his son. 
But that and that's okay. He can do that. He's allowed to. Nobody says that there should be an investigation of that and all this shit. Now, fast forward five more years to today. You've got this anonymous whistleblower who comes out of fucking nowhere, doesn't know a fucking thing about what was said on the phone call, but yet the Democrats want to impeach him because they say he broke the law. Well, what law did he break? What law did this guy break? Seriously, what law did he break? I don't think there's a there, there's anybody out there who can tell me he broke the godforsaken law, and which one? And maybe it's just me, but I'd love to know what law Trump broke. Well, you know, you got you know, you got to know that, that phone conversation or whatever he had with the president of Ukraine or whatever. It just wasn't him that's on uh, was on that. Okay, I'm sure his attorneys were on there on conference call. I'm sure the NSA was listening in, the FBI, and the Secret Service, and all this shit. Okay. Uh, okay. If something stop, would have stop, been, stop, stop, huh? stop, 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 stop. No, it is when it, when it is two foreign leaders, they're the only two people on the call. The CIA, the NSA, the Secret Service, the lawyers, none of them are on that are listening to that call. They can't. Somebody call George. Trust me. It's, it's not secured. Trust me. There, there's somebody listening. I don't know who. Okay. Uh, Santa Claus, maybe. But trust me, there, there's people that's listening. So I've already proved it, George. Okay. Remember when I told you that story that when me and my dad. Yes, just I know. Said, uh, videos and so forth. You've proven that. I, I get it. it I, 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 I've seen it with my own two eyes. Okay. Nothing. You, that oh, so you, that wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now, Gunslinger. Do you mean to tell me you've been to the White House? You've been inside? The Oval well, Office said, sat I down said, with the president. If, if, if you would listen, listen to me, I said I have seen it through AT&T, the same company that Boyd retire, retired from, okay, for what, 30, 40 years, whatever. I, me and my dad did a job out there, and we, we – Okay, that's not the government's fault. It's what I'm trying to tell it's you. It's the same thing, George. It goes through the same fucking systems, okay? Ask him. He, he, Boyd knows. Hell, he's a communications expert. Can't okay. ask Boyd. He's so, not here. Well, I know that, but if he was here, you could ask him. But, like I said, anything that goes through the air is not secure. Anybody could fucking tap into that shit. I mean, come on. It's just, it's not like you've got one direct line and you're the only one. And No, it doesn't work that way. Sorry. I've seen it with my own two eyes. But, you know, <clears throat> literally thousands so, of phone calls coming in. So let me see if I understand you correctly. Um and, of course, you know this for a fact. They do not have a secured phone line at all. Nowhere in the White House, not even the Oval Office. There is, not, there is no actual secured line for direct conversations with foreign leaders that is separate 
from the main switchboard. You know that for a fact. George, you got to be kidding me. you telling me that they, they don't have special lines just for President Trump or whoever's president at the time, okay? And they're just going to pick up. Let me finish, please. They're just going to pick up the general line and say, hey, uh, I need to talk to something about really secretive stuff here. Uh, we don't have a, a special line for this, but we'll just use a general fucking phone line for that. No, oh, come you on. Didn't see, you didn't hear one fucking word I just said. Well, you know, that, you, you just said the general phone line. You, you just said that they didn't have special phone lines. That's what you just said, George. You did not you just said that they did not have any special phone lines. I mean, come on. I'm not, I'm not deaf. Jesus. <clears throat> okay. That's at 100%. I'll just bring this up a little more. Can you hear me a lot better now? I mean, I'm clear. Okay. They have the general switchboard, which is an unsecure system. But they have a separate phone line system. That is a secure line system for the President of the United States to speak to the Prime Minister of Israel. You call you you dial the number just like you would any normal phone, but it's a secure system. Now, as for the NSA being able to listen in on a secured system, oh, I'm sure they could if they were if they had the authority to do it. But on a, on a presidential line, they don't. And if they did, they would they would have to present what they have to Congress. and the Department of Justice, and the Department of Homeland Security. <clears throat> so far? Because what it comes down to is this. He's not going to pick up the, the regular, plain old, ordinary, everyday phone like I have here on my desk to call the Ukrainian president, only a fucking moron would, 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 would think that. They do have secured systems in the White House. They have to, because he's the leader of the free world, for Christ's sake. Anyone who's been president of the United States of America and has been in that Oval Office knows the secured line system. And it's not a big secret, by the way. That shit's been common knowledge for 50 years. Or maybe I'm just maybe I should go back to school and learn revisionist history. Cuz the bottom line is these these systems have been in place for 50 years. They had to be put in place, and they've been improved upon. They have to. Because is the President of the United States going to pick up a plain old ordinary office line 
from the, that's connected to the general switchboard to call the president of France or call the, the Israeli prime minister or whatever foreign leader he needs to speak to, he's going to pick up the regular phone line for that? No. Only an asshole with, a, with an ounce of brain matter would believe that shit. And to top it off, okay, to top it off, all right, I know I'm not Ron Leck, and, and, and I'm sure he would agree with you and you know, all this great and wonderful stuff, but let's face reality. Now I'm going to bring it down to reality here. There is no way on this goddamn planet a president's going to use a regular phone line. I can't believe that there would be anybody that would think that or not understand, not believe that there are secured lines in, in, the, in the Oval Office. There's a secured line system in the Oval Office. It's been there for, for decades. They had to put it in place because of the dealings that the President of the United States has to have with foreign leaders on a regular basis that you can't do on a normal phone line. Do you remember during the during the um, the Cold War? You know that little thing called a red phone. They actually had one of those in the White House. They actually had that system in the White House. That was a secured line. Well, guess what? They've added a lot more secured lines to that connection. And you got to dial a phone number just like anything else, just like on a regular phone. The only difference being it's a secured line that is not recorded for everyone to listen to. It is recorded for transcripts in order for a transcription for a transcription system to be used, but beyond that, no. And you're probably wondering, how do I know about this? Like I said, it's common knowledge. And no one on the outside can access it. They would have to be inside the White House at the main, at the main junction point where the secure line is connected. Want to set off a whole bunch of alarms? Go right ahead. I know you don't believe it. You don't believe me, so it's it's, it's and that's quite all right. I I fully understand that. I'm not saying that there's not secured lines at the White House. Of course, they got to have secure lines. Gee whiz! I'm saying that anything is fucking hackable. Okay. Talk to any technician that you want to, all right? Nothing is secure. Your virus protection program on your computer does not protect you from viruses. If they want to put a virus in there, they'll fucking put a virus in there, okay? That's plain and simple. Go ask any fucking virus tech, okay? The big ones, you know, the ones that have been doing it for years and years and years. 
Okay. They got like, like, a lot of computers over the last year. Listen to me. When I was doing electrical work, I had one of them phones that the telephone guys carried around. You know, it's got the little pinchers and looks like a little, you know, the little keypad and all that shit on it. Okay. That thing had a feature on that where you could push this button and it would silently open the line. Normally, when you pick up a line, like if somebody else in your house would pick up a line, you'd hear a click. Okay. That little button, you push that little button on that little phone, there's no click. I, I listened in on fucking phone calls just when I was bored on the job or something. Go over there and open up a telephone access point, hook two wires up, the two clamps up, and man, it, oh shit. You, you could see, I could tell the stories of fucking I've heard on that shit. And all I do is punch that little button, and they never okay. know that they're being. Answer me, me something. Was, was that a, it, was that a secured system for the like for the White House? No, it doesn't matter if it's a secured system. If that little bitty phone can do it and not hear nothing, and you can hear everything just by punching that one little button, okay? Come on. I mean, come on. Gee, Jesus Christ, give me a break. Yeah, they've got encryption. They got all that shit. Yeah, but uh, nothing's perfect. <laughs> Anybody that, that thinks that that shit is perfect, you okay, need to go back okay. to school. Somebody needs to go back to school. You know. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to school and learn all the revisionist history in the war, and, and conspiracy theories in the world. That's common sense. There's nothing on this planet that is fucking secure except not. It was guaranteed 100. percent Did I use those words? Man. I mean, oh, so you were sure? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, yeah, like it's all well. There's nothing to tell you. They can't fucking little pubic hair in there. Give me a break. Shit. Hello? 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 Joining us? Join? Joining us from my hometown. Pay attention. I'm doing intro. <laughs> Watch it. Watch it. I got time to do an intro here. Just mess it up. That's not nice. I heard the beep. I heard the beep. You heard the beep, but you didn't. I saw it. It's all there. All right. We've been talking about business with your friends. I got back here late because a friend of mine is cleaning out an estate up in Cold Spring. And and they got they said they have a ton of radios. Holy crap! I don't know what that stuff is. And I said, are there any military radios? So the guy was a ham radio CB guy, big time radio guy, and he died. And they have they said no, they're all in the basement now. Okay, so I said, well, I don't know when I can get up there. To, well, how about if we take you right now? Okay, look what time it is. I uh, oh, okay, I'm a night owl. Right, let's do it. So oh, shit, I wish house. I would have said so. So took me up to the house. So you get me down? I would have told. I would have helped help. you with that. No, I'm I'm, done. I'm home now. I'm back. I'm back. I'm done now. I, I went up to the house. So we went down to the basement, and George, there was the equivalent of two pallets. You know how big a, a pallet is, a square pallet. The equivalent working warehouses. Two pallets covered with old style metal. Cabinet, CB, and shortwave radios, and linear amplifiers, and stuff I've never seen in my life before um, that dated back to the 60s and 70s, and maybe some 80s. I don't know. I mean, 
and they were probably the stacks on top of the the pallets were, I'd say, some in some areas five feet high. In the radios, stacked up, and then there were tubs, big tubs full of antenna wire, and because this guy had antennas and and all sorts of stuff, they took down a sixty or seventy foot antenna that was in the backyard, and uh, I don't know anything about that that ham stuff, but. Uh, not one piece of military radio gear at all. Uh, but they they want to sell all the radios. They said if there was one radio or, so, or, or like an army or something, they would have sold that separate. But they want $5,000 for everything in one lump. I counted oh, just quickly. I know the Golden Eagle. I remember hearing about those for years, years ago. Yeah, the I 204 saw, Golden Eagle. I, 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 I knew saw, a guy who had one. I saw four golden eagles there right off the bat without even digging for the other ones. And then there was a separate box that said Mark II golden eagle, and the meter said Browning on it. And I don't know what that was. It was a separate box, like an attachment for the uh, Oh, radio. Browning was, was, was one of the top-of-the-line radio systems, man. Oh, I, think Browning made, I think Browning made the golden eagle because all, all of the golden eagles, the meter said Browning. That's yeah. That's Browning's. That was Browning's brand. Yeah. And then the there was silver eagle and the, the golden eagle was made by Browning. You know what? Ask really? ask ask Andy Pinto about it. He knows about radio yeah. shit. But holy shit, there was a yeah, I mean two pallet loads. There were piles of them stacked up on they, and I don't know. I mean that's a lot of money for, but it's a lot of radios, but. There was one big, huge radio called a Hammerlund. And I don't know what that is. It looked like it belonged on a ship. Two big meters Hammerlund? in front of it. Hammerlund. Hammerlund. Hmm. Uh, hang on a second here. Uh, I've heard that name before. I've heard that <laughs> name. Hammerlund. Yeah, I took a... I, I, I went to... Yeah, I think I I went to what do you call it to eBay to see if I could find what it was and uh, apparently yeah, what you talking? It's a well known name, but I never heard of it. Apparently, the radio yeah, guys. Hammerlund is uh, is is is. Let me ask you something. When you did you get to see one of those Hammerlund radios? And what they look like? I wouldn't know the I wouldn't know the name if I, I went to eBay and I I looked and I matched one of the, the one of the Hammerlands up. I just put the link in the FFN so you can see what it looks yeah. like. I mean, okay, how come you, big how radio? Come you, well, yeah, how, how come you don't log into my chat room on Mixler? I don't like Mixler. I still I don't like Mixler. I had too many hassles with it. I use the FFNO. It's easier. I'm already on. You and what's his name's Mixler chat room last night? Uh, I don't even. I never. I use it rarely. I think I went in there and for some reason. I can log in when I go in for Ron, but for you, it doesn't remember my. I don't know why. Maybe when I type in Ron or something, it takes me straight to maybe the memory of it. My computer remembered the code because then it asked me to log in. Your username and password would be the same for. Any Mixler show doesn't. Uh, there's nothing special about this. Uh, well, I don't know. I've had hassles with it before, so I try not to do it. 
Okay, well, but anyway, they had a ton of radios, but I don't, I don't know if somebody's going to pay $5,000 for them. That's a lot of money. Unless you're a diehard CB and shortwave guy and you know what you're looking at. I, uh, there was something called a Robin. There were a bunch of Robin radios, whatever they are. Sounds like ham. Uh, yeah. Some good-looking stuff, but I, I, don't, I don't know. There were four ecstatic uh, microphones, you know, the silver ones with the round on the top, the standard looking. They were nice looking mics. I know those are expensive. Um, now, did you happen to, did you see one of them, you saw one of them physically, I, I would imagine. Did it have a push to talk butt bar on the base and the handle and the, and the, and the, and the shaft of the mic? I remember the lever on the shaft. That's all I remember. Okay, so there was an, there was a, a push bar on the shaft. Yes. Okay, I used to have a D one hundred four power mic. Those that's that that's you know pretty pretty standard. There were some like yeah. the Silver Eagle that had the sh- the button on the shaft, but also a button on the base. Oh. Hmm. I mean, that many radios. This guy, I guess, the guy died he from was cancer. A, I mean, he was he was heavy duty, man. He was. That's a lot of fucking radios. Holy shit! And if we had and then they took us sitting high in the air, it was on a tower. It had to be. Yeah, and then then they took me upstairs, and there was a closet full of repair equipment and capacitors and components. And so this guy did his own service on his own radios and. We built and made custom stuff, too, and that's why I was surprised there was no Army surplus, because usually ham radio guys take apart the Army, the military stuff, and use the components, you know what I mean? Yeah, but not, but not all of the components from the Army stuff may have been compatible with what he had. Yeah. But that was a that's, that's of that's, Well, that's one possible reason why he didn't. I shouldn't say that was, you know, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, when they talk about boat anchors, they're not kidding. Those things are boat anchors. Those old radios, they were built like fucking tanks. No plastic cabinets. They were all metal cabinets. They were built. Take a look in the FFNO, Mike, and uh, you'll see the search that I did for Hammerland. Yeah. I already put a a result. Right above yours. There's a Hammerland. That's a picture. Yeah, well, that's it. Hey, I'll look at yours. Like I said, it had two big meters and it had a clock in the left corner. Okay, this is... This is... Just a few of uh, this is one type, which if you look at the search that I posted in in the FFNO chat, you would see the same one, but you also see variations of it too. Right, I know it's amazing. But I was going eBay, George. I'm looking at the value of it, not just the pictures of them. You know, and and the one the one two that I remember. Two that I remember seeing had clocks built into them on the left-hand side. 
you know, like on that British radio had a watch, a stopwatch. I guess that was how they did it in the old days. They'd have a, ca- a watch on the, on the radio, a clock, so they could time, what time they hit a certain frequency to talk to somebody or something. I don't know. But really well-made-looking radio, but I'm surprised at how much it sells for. The completed search that I showed shows they're only like two, three hundred bucks. I thought I would have thought that would have been a five, six hundred dollar radio. I guess not. Maybe because it's so big. Nobody wants a boat anchor. Shit. You know, everything's in cycles, so eventually, I bet you the ham radio community, people will start paying attention to the old stuff again, and, and it'll go back in style, and the value will go up on it, I bet. That's how everything is anyway. I don't know. But... Oh, well. Anybody there? I'm right here, Mike. I was just listening. Oh, oh, good thing. I was just going to hang up. I was like, shit, I got cut off again. No. No. You didn't think you were using broadcast radio goodbye, did you? No, sometimes the... No, not that. Sometimes I just lose off of my cell phone. I get cut off and it's just gone. I'm talking to midair, nothing. That's happened to me many times. And Blog Talk says you like come in and say thank issue. you, good night. Yeah, that sounds like a phone issue, not a not, not a BTR yep. issue. Yeah, that happens on I, my phone. I'd have that looked at. Seriously, I would. Well, I'll go to the doctor tomorrow and see if I can diagnose it. That's happening, because if it happens on BT, does it happen with other calls? It does. It happens every now and then. It depends on where I am in the antenna, like indoor. I have an issue with the tin ceiling downstairs and in this house. Yeah, that's why your Sometimes signal, my signal sucks. Out. That tin that tin roof you have causes a um, a, uh, a signal issue. Yeah, a Faraday cage. Pretty much, yeah. Well, anyway, getting back to the original topic that we were talking about when you arrived. So... There's a, there's a whole wonderful insanity of with with the Biden and Biden and Trump business. Seems uh, it seems the Democrats want to use this as a, a reason to say he broke the law. Trump, that is, that he that he's colluding with another foreign government to interfere with the elections and. Didn't Biden tell Ukraine back in 2014 that they couldn't have the money unless unless the, they fired this one, this prosecutor? Kind of strange, don't you think? 
I mean, I'm right. not surprised by it. That's how the Democrats are, though. If you you attack them with facts and you throw something on the table that proves they're guilty, they've got their new trick is standing up and, and saying that they're the victim and that, oh, my God, how can you even – I'm being victimized here. You're, and, and they flip the whole fucking story around to make themselves – I mean, that would be like this. Here would be a simple one. Uh, do you remember back in June of 2017 where this poor guy, uh, what was his name? Hodgkinson? 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 Remember that guy? That poor guy, Mr. Hodgkinson, he went out to a field to exercise his Second Amendment rights and to shoot his gun. And he really figured, you know, I'm going out to this open field and I'm going to shoot my gun and everything. And now there were people out on that baseball field, all those politicians, and, and a bunch of them got shot. Now, you know, look, he went to do his Second Amendment rights, and that was an open field, and it's open to the public. And how dare they accuse him of going out there and trying to kill? This is insane. He has Second Amendment rights. He had the right to shoot that gun. And they shouldn't be accusing him of blaming him for anything. It's not his fault that those people that were out on that field got in the way of his bullets. That's the rationale how the fucking liberals think. Look at the juicy smolle, to put uh, Chappelle's term. The minute they, they came down on him, what did he say? Well, it's the, the police department in Chicago. It's their own fault for spending all that money and doing all that big investigation on him. So why should they come back to him and, and, have it, and charge him the money for the investigation? They did that on their own. It's not his fault. It doesn't make sense. No, it makes democratic sense. To the Democrats, it makes sense. Take the whole fucking reality of it and flip it upside down. Flip it on its nose. Look, Biden's the victim. Oh, my God, poor Biden. He shouldn't be going through this. Committed a crime. Who cares? Look what they're doing. Okay, but, but here's, here's the thing. Now they're, try, they're trying to use this and say that Trump contacted Ukraine to attack a presidential nom- a presidential candidate in an attempt to interfere in our elections. No, Trump's, I'd say Trump's draining the swamp and he's going after anybody that's committed any crimes. And there's a long list of politicians, and Biden isn't going to be the only one that's going to be looked into. And was there a wrong committed here? Was there money made? Uh, yeah, okay, well, then let's look into it first. Otherwise, that guy doesn't have the right. He shouldn't be running for office. He shouldn't be the president. Well, here, so here's the thing. In 2014, he committed. He he, he brought he, he blackmailed Ukraine, right? With money that he wasn't even authorized to have any to have any say over because he was only the vice president. But he told Ukraine, "You don't get the money until you fire the prosecutor." And the very the prosecutor he wanted fired was the guy investigating Hunter Biden. So he he violated the law, and yet nothing was said about it. Don't do as I do. Do as I tell you. Also, they controlled the government at the time, so... They can look into or not look into anything they wanted to. Look at how Hillary got away. 
Yep. Exactly. But where were the Republicans to scream, bitch, and holler the way the Democrats are doing today? Why didn't they sound off the way the Democrats are doing now? Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? I don't know. I mean, the only thing I'm wondering about is maybe Trump should have gone to the FBI and said, you know, this has been something that's bothering me right now. And I want all politicians looked into that are running because they looked into my background and they scrutinize it nonstop. And I think it's a good idea if we do it to anybody that's running for presidential office right now. And I'm going to work on drafting a law to make sure that this is done. And this is standard from now on. But in the meantime, how can we go about talking with the Ukraine to make sure that there wasn't, there was no crime committed by, or anybody benefited monetarily from this and, and to make sure that it's clean? Uh, can we, do you think, uh, do you have any contacts, the FBI, to contact them over there? And I'd like to get it cleared. Uh, with the head of the Ukraine, the president or premier or whatever his name is, prime minister or whatever, and uh, to get this thing uh, expedited so that it's looked at and nothing is hidden from us. If it's clean and the records are clean for the son of the father, God bless him. Good for them. That's fine. Hmm. And I don't want it to affect the campaign. I want to keep it on the QT so it doesn't affect the campaign. Now, how can we do this? Maybe he should have discussed it with them. Well, now, of course, you you have... um... You have President Trump, who stated he spoke with with the Ukrainian president. Okay? Right. He freely admitted he spoke to the Ukrainian president. Now, that is done on a secure line, not a standard phone line. Right. So it's and, – and, and now that secure line is – Something that they, you know people aren't go- aren't going to be able to easily listen in on, right? Now the question becomes, how did this whistleblower know what was said on the phone when he wasn't even there to hear it? Well, That's we the question. It could have been somebody in the Secret Service. It could have been one of his staffers, because I'm sure the staffers know about it. It could have been somebody in uh, the State Department that knows any time the president's in touch with a foreign nation or something about what the topic is about. I mean, it could have been anything. Yeah, but why would, why would they be listening in on a they presidential they listening in? Do they know Do they know they were listening in? Did the guy record it? Did they have a recording of it? Don't forget, this was released by the mainstream media. Is there a recording of this conversation? Is there a transcript of it? All right. Transcripts of it is actually recorded. My question aren't being answered because nobody knows. there's, There's no recording of it. Exactly. Okay. So it could have been any anybody in this. It could have been somebody in the White House, one of the staffers, one of the. We don't know. And I'm sure that Trump's finding out. 
That raises the question, which Gunslinger kind of alluded to a little bit. Somebody could have hacked into the phone line. Hacked into uh, a secure line. I don't think they do that because you got uh, NSA, CIA, or anything like that, any of the phone lines that are used for any of the high-end top secret lines or anything that are used for government stuff, it's not like a regular phone line. These things have uh, crypto. They've got all sorts of, there's all sorts of protections on there. It's, I don't think so. It's not like yeah, a regular going, phone or so. But, but, Mike, they're going through like a top secret switchboard, if you want to call it. Okay? They're sitting there, you know, making sure this, this thing is encrypted and all these systems are working. So somebody has to be on the line to make sure and looking at a computer, special computer. Yeah, but you know that you know that you, you know that yourself. They, they, they can see, they can take a look at the flow, like digital flow of information and everything, just like simply time code that that's still used on on somewhere. You get a time code that's going, that's locking in the video with the audio, and so, you know, you're looking at it digitally. You're not listening in. You don't have to monitor listening in to make sure that the conversation's clear. You can, you can look at it with scanners, and you got, they probably got scopes there watching to make sure that that conversation is live on both ends and that the, the, you know, the data flow is uninterrupted. So that's, that's not going to happen. Uh, this had to be somebody, that was, somebody that's in the White House or somebody that's in NSA or CIA that knew that was going on. Yeah, and, NSA, uh, CIA, yeah, it has to be it has to be a leftover from uh, a diehard Democrat that's a leftover from Obama's days, and it'll get exposed. I'm sure they'll find out. They might not tell us that they fired those seven of them. They'll find them. They had to have access to this stuff, so it was probably maybe a tech or something. Okay, that Democrat, one of those bummer leftover idiots. I'm sure. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I don't know. But, it, you know, until the public realizes and wakes up that you're being fucking played, you're flipping the discussion over and turning Biden into the victim, and he's not. You're looking at a potential criminal here and a criminal act. So what are you, why are you letting them direct you? Tell, why are you letting them tell you what to look at? There's a crime that happened here. But the public doesn't get that. And they were doing the same shit with Hillary, weren't they? Wait a minute, how did they get that information about Hillary and know that, oh my God, so somebody had to, that's not, that's not right, that they're actually snooping on Hillary and there's a crime, we want an investigation, that, wait a minute, are you fucking missing the point here? Yeah, we know that there's a crime, we know people were murdered, but it's how you got the information, that's the critical thing here. No, it isn't. It's the fact that somebody got murdered. It's not the case of how you get the information. Somebody got killed. Want to get to the bottom of it. Well, no, it's how you get the information. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, man. Yeah, the, the the irony of all this is that right now, 
if they if they try to twist this, the Democrats, and they're trying to. They are trying to twist this to make it into to turn it into another Russian collusion. This is the <laughs> Russian collusion 2.0. That's what they're trying to twist it into so they can get their impeachment. And it's like the, the, the mainstream media is actually spinning it that way. Yep. Now, here's, here's where it gets even crazier, guys. Now, think about this. Uh, they, want, they want to spin it like that. Okay, let's see. Uh, does it meet the criteria of, of impeachment? Is it is there proof beyond a reasonable doubt that he is that he is colluded with a foreign power to interfere with the election? No, because Russia proved that, or I should say, the the Russia probe proved that. So there was no treason committed. Oops! Strike one. Donald Trump is a billionaire. Would he accept a bribe from Would someone? He? Probably not. Probably. I hear myself echoing. I hear my. Now, of course, he doesn't have to bribe anyone because. What's the point? There's nothing he needs. He's the master of the art of the deal. Okay, so that strike two. Bribery's out. Now the third criteria. High crimes and misdemeanors. Has he been convicted of any high crimes and misdemeanors? No. Is it a crime to discuss with an, uh, another country just to find out if they can do an investigation on their end to find out if a crime was committed on our end? Is that a crime? Not to my knowledge. I don't think it's a crime. I don't so, think so either. Let's find out. Was there a crime committed? If there was, then what are you doing supporting this fucking guy? Uh, yeah, let's find out. But you see, the, the, the irony in all of this is that there is no evidence to support and, co- and corroborate the contention and the allegations that the Democrats are trying to twist this into. Again. George, the fact that Trump has orange hair is enough for them to scream that they want to impeach him. And little hands. Yeah, yep, that's it. We don't like him. He doesn't speak nice. He's not polite. Impeach him. I don't like that expression he made last night. Impeach him. It's funny. In India, 
he was treated like a rock star. Yeah. But the minute he was given the authority, and they hate authority, and started using that authority in the right way, they hate it even more. Now, he's a threat. They don't like that type of authority, whether it's in the hands of the police, the courts, the judges, or anything else. And they're now they're getting desperate. They're going out of their way to manipulate even what's left of their control in the court system. Now, that that lower court that stopped the investigation, investigating Trump, remember that, that thing? That lower court was somewhere down south. But now the court up in New York ruled that no, that that case can be revived now and that they can go after court and they, after Trump and start claiming that he's making money on the side and it's against the law and that he's profiting and everything. So they had to search for a court that they still control, the liberals, to get the court, the you know, the, the district court, to get them to say, yeah, we can revive that case. Well, the case was dropped in another fucking circuit court down south, a lower court. Who are you to all of a sudden come and just, uh, because we can, and we control this court. See, that's it. So Trump, and they bitched about it, about him fucking with the Ninth Circuit Court. Notice how we're not hearing we could try to shit that much out of the Ninth Circuit lately? No. He's restocked it. Now his next attention is going to be going to the New York court system and fixing that one. Little by little, they're losing places that they can control and create problems. They're losing their, their tools. He's taking their tools away from them, and they're freaking out. They're getting cornered. There's less room on the dance yeah. floor. But here's, here's the irony of all this. They, put, they, they did this to themselves. Yeah. And they don't even want to admit that. You know what? I would love to have they them come out about Biden and expose him. Then all of a sudden, the Democrats, what are they going to do? If the, the well, truth and the facts come out, he's fucked. Well, Mike, think about this for a second, okay? Back in 2014, he blackmails Ukraine to get rid of the, uh, the, the prosecutor investigating his son. Right. Now, last time I checked, blackmail is a crime in this country. Last time I checked, if you used money as a t- weapon to get you, what you, the results you want, that's called blackmail, and it's a crime. It's a felony. But because he was a vice president at the time, he was a sitting vice president, they couldn't touch him. And that's really kind of strange. Yeah. 
because now the Democrats are also talking about putting a law on the books that makes anyone who is president of the United States, regardless of party affiliation, accountable, and, can, and they want to make it so that that person can be indicted for crimes committed. Well, that's going to be a problem because they already, they, our founders, founding fathers already addressed that. And what that would do is it would take away complete control for the president because then whoever is sitting in pres- the president could be threatened by the Senate and Congress and could be controlled. So now that would take away a lot of the power of the president and make them so they could be blackmailed by the Senate and the Congress. So that's not a good fucking idea. This was already discussed with the founding fathers. And unless it's something like murder or something, that's different. But anyways, just playing the game like that and allowing it, no, it doesn't work like that. Well, the only thing I can figure is they're des- they're showing by by even proposing such a thing, they are really showing their desperation at this point. No. I mean. Even with, with what's happened, Biden is slipping in their in their polls. And Campbell Toe Harris is moving up. And Campbell Toe Harris and all the rest of the candidates now are starting to think, what the fuck is in my closet that Trump could find and destroy me? Do I have anything? What could he, you know that's on their minds. Because now they realize the stakes. And you wanted to play with the big leagues? This is it. This is and all league. of them are calling for his impeachment, too. Right. All of them. Because now they're, now they're really fucking worried. They don't like this. But this guy is a threat to all of them. To all of the games and bullshit that they played and been able to get away with for years, no more. This guy could just destroy them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. On a, on a side note, you ever see on Facebook all these? How come they have all these pictures of all these diets where this is what I used to look like before, and now after I'm doing this diet, I look at the weight I lost and all this shit. You see all that crap on Facebook for the past six months? It's been tons of it. It's the advertising. Fuck, man! There's a ton of it. Well, I just saw the weirdest one. I just saw it put in the FFNO. I, I didn't know that she had a cousin. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't know she had a cousin And Gunslinger goes there all the time He even admitted it Billy sometimes I think said he used to go there It's in the, it's in the FFNO, Gunslinger Yeah, I, I, I see it I'm, 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 No, I, no, no, I said I'm Gunslinger looking. Oh Yeah, that's why I said Gunslinger Yeah I should piss somebody off. 
And also, every town, I saw a great fucking meme that the, every town, you know, Bloomberg's group mm-hmm. is using is using for anti-gun. Look at this bullshit. Oh, my God. Little gunslinger she's at, too. Be like, what? What? No. <laughs> it's just like, but the people don't know, so they look at that and go, oh, my God. Look at the size Five of that point board. Six is meant for war. 30-odd six is for hunting. Think of your children. Oh, brother. 30 odd six, you dumb fuck, is bigger than 5.56, five, and that's what the M1 uses, the M1 Grand and the M1A. You know, the M14, it's, I mean, no, I mean, the A was not a 308. But 30 odd six, the Springfield, the O3s and everything, and the M1 Grand, that was 30 odd six, World War II. So they switched over to, to, uh, to the 762 by 51. Uh, but you know, but look what they're calling it a twenty-two. They're calling it thirty out six. What? And the round next to it, they said that's twelve gauge. Oh, that's really? what I'm looking at. That's what I. What? What? Twelve gauge? Thirty out six? That's twenty-two. That's twenty-two. And look at the twelve years round. Huh? Yeah, the thirty out six is a twenty-two caliber bullet because that's the bullet I use in my in my rifle. Yeah, and they're saying it's thirty out six. Oh, okay. But the thirty out six is the one on the left. The five, what they got, five point five six. That's about a thirty. Yeah, that's what a thirty out six looks like. But but then the twelve gauge is one of my favorites. Look at the twelve gauge. Yeah, twelve gauge. I've been buying the wrong ammunition all these years. (laughs) That's the kind that Joe would tell you to go out on your back porch and just blast. That's the kind that he'd tell you. Yeah. That's Bloomberg's group. Every town and mums demand action. But people that don't know guns look at that and they go, oh my, oh my goodness. They don't know. No, they have no idea. Well, it's just like that Liberty Hangout, that blonde chick, okay, uh, interviewing somebody. Well, we're out here to ban guns. We want all this stuff. Do you even know what the fucking, what you're trying to ban? Uh, no. And this, no. this idiot actually admitted it. Uh, I don't know what an AR-15 is or whatever, okay? I'm going, huh? You're trying to, oh, you're out here trying to get something banned, and you don't even know what the fuck you're even trying to get banned? Yeah, no. Go back and get you some goddamn information. Jesus Christ, at least. Damn. And now, what was that article right here? Um, apparently... Why the fuck are all this is playing games with me now? Right here, okay. Apparently, the drug company that made Prozac, nobody knew this, and the media is not pushing it. And that came out a couple of weeks ago. Look at this shit. Because they realize that the lunatics and the drugs that some of these lunatics are taking, this is, and it's proving it again and again that this is where we're having. All the a lot of the problem with these druggies and the and the lunatics that are out there taking the drugs and shooting these fucking people and murdering them. So the drug company knew 
that if the court case, if this came out in court, that they were going to get destroyed. So they paid everybody off and then hid the fact that they paid all the money to the victims from the judge so that the case would be dismissed so they could control the case so they wouldn't get blamed. Now it's coming out. This is a big fucking Uh-oh. deal. Imagine that. You uh, blanked my... What? You cut out for a minute. Oh. But this is this is a this is a big deal. I mean, the the drug company paid off these people on the side, all the victims, so they could control and manipulate the court case, so the judge would never know. And what do we do? The brand the guns. That's eh, a gun. That's eh, a gun's fault. No, it's a fucking lunatic's fault. And the drugs made it even worse, you piece of shit. Yeah, this this is like this is this is insane. Yeah. We're being played. By the people with the money, we're being played. Yep, and the average American, per- the average American, isn't going to look at that. They're not going to dig into. They're not going to look at, at at this kind of shit. No. Well, it was in USA Today. I mean, that's a good sign, but it didn't go any further, really. Yeah, that's as far as it went. So you brought it to this show. Yeah. I mean, this is insane. I mean, folks, the USA Today headline says clearly Prozac maker paid millions to secure a favorable verdict in mass shooting lawsuit. And this is what the victims are saying. Wow. So the company that makes Prozac put out millions of dollars to secure a favorable verdict? They bought off the victims. Yep. Twenty million was it? As far as Democrats are concerned, it's the gun's fault. Yeah. That's nuts. Don't affect their profits. People are going to lose their gun rights and stuff. Ah, that's okay. Don't affect our fucking profits. Our stock cannot go. No, 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 no. Fuck it. Bring the gun. Well, you know what? This, this, this story put out by USA Today is proof that it's not the guns. Yeah. It's the drug manufacturer that basically bribed the, the victims into silence. And the lunatics. 
Instead of putting them in institutions, they hope that the drugs will keep them subdued enough and let them live out in there. So they get them, they fucking overdose them with drugs and Prozac and everything else, and they're still living and walking around with, around us. Are we safe? No. Ah, uh, but you know, you know, you know, it's it's it's. It's a shame that, uh, well, the, ma- the mainstream media at large, outside of uh, USA Today, they're not going to talk about this because no. it doesn't fit their narrative. <clears throat> it doesn't fit their narrative. And that's what it comes down to. If it doesn't fit the narrative, we don't talk about it. No. But it also raises some very interesting questions. It really does. Because now, if this gets out, if it's able to get out further, how are the Democrats going to spin this? They can't. It'd be great. It'd be great if Trump used it somehow. If if I would hope that someone in the White House would pick up on it and say. Look at this. I want this looked into further. And you're blaming the gun? And now apparently, remember where uh, those politicians signed those uh, briefs? Some letter was sent to the Supreme Court saying, threatening them basically, that if they heard the case between the NRA and New York State, that they would restructure the court. Remember that? The threat? Well, yesterday an article came out. Apparently that had an effect. And that's in the FFNO now. And the Supreme Court now says they're going forward. They're not going to discontinue it. They want to listen to the arguments in October. And uh, this looks like it's, it might, no, it, it might still get dismissed in October. Supreme Court might say, okay, there's not enough in the arguments that, that give us the right to uh, go forward with this, but they did not dismiss it at this point. It is still on the books for October. So there's the article that, that came out about it, and the liberals aren't talking about that either. So apparently that letter with that veiled threat, I forget who the Democrat was that threatened uh, the Supreme Court, that the American people want action, and and if the Supreme Court, blah, 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 then uh, the Supreme Court might be restructured. Uh, threatening them. I guess it didn't go over well with the Supreme Court. They were like, yeah? The fuck are you to threat? What? So I guess it didn't go over well. Uh, that's an interesting. But that's where we stand on our New York uh, thing. It's not dead yet. So we still have hope. We'll just keep our fingers crossed. 
and hopefully the attorneys for the NRA do their job and prove to the Supreme Court in October that, yes, there is a basis here, and uh, this should be heard and settled once and for all. Let's hope. As a case like this affects everybody nationwide, it's not just New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it looks like, so all indications are uh based on, on this information, and I'm opening it up now. I was uh trying to I was trying to do something real quick while I was listening to you. Um, okay, you going to open for me or not? <sighs> I just love when the... Oh, there we go. Thank you. Uh... There we go. Now let me put see if I can put it in reader mode here. That'll work for me. Now according to this, and it it, it kind of it looks like the, whole, the the entire article puts it in perspective. But I'll just I'll just read a, a little bit of it to give to give a synopsis here. Now, according to this, the U.S. Supreme Court schedules New York's Second Amendment case for argument, which is great. In January, the United States Supreme Court agreed to hear a Second Amendment challenge to a gun control law for the first time in nearly 10 years. The case arose from a New York City regulation that banned city residents with premises handgun licenses from taking their own legally owned firearms outside Gotham for lawful purposes. The city defended the law all the way to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second, for the Second Circuit, insisting it was essential to public safety. But ever since, the Supreme Court agreed to hear the appeal of that decision. City and state officials in New York have been running scared, desperately maneuvering to convince the justices to dismiss it. <laughs> Now it seems their reckoning may be nigh, as the High Court has scheduled the case for argument on December 2nd. Now the lawsuit, folks, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, Inc., the city of New York, offers a revealing look into the, into the mindset of gun control extremists, and in particular, their refusal to acknowledge the Supreme Court's precedents that recognize the right to keep and bear arms as a fundamental individual liberty. Now, indeed, over a decade after the Supreme Court made clear that handguns are a protected Second Amendment, uh, my screen just went blank. <laughs> That's real fucking fair. Wow. Uh, there it is. Uh, hold on a second here. Uh, 
Okay. Where was I? I lost my place here. Ah, indeed, over a decade after the Supreme Court made clear that handguns are a protected Second Amendment arm and cannot be banned, New York State still generally prohibits the mere possession of pistols and revolvers. State residents, however, may qualify for an exception to this ban by obtaining a license issued by the locality in which they reside. The difficulty of obtaining a license depends on where in the state a person lives. Hmm. New York City, to no one's surprise, is the most erroneous place to get a handgun license for the average person. That is, for someone who is not well-connected to officialdom or rich and famous. The only feasible choice is a premises license. That license allows a person to keep a handgun in his or her home or place of business. Even then, the process takes many months, multiple trips to police headquarters, and hundreds of dollars in mandatory fees. Licensing officials have also have broad discretion to deny licenses even when the applicant has no criminal convictions. Until this court case arose, premises licenses could only transport their licensees, sorry, could only transport their firearms outside their homes for narrowly circum, cir, circumscribed purposes. And only then, if the firearm were unloaded and in a locked container and separated from any ammunition, licensees could visit a shooting range within the city itself, for example, but they could not leave the city with their own guns, even for lawful purposes like firearm training or competition or to take the gun to a second residence elsewhere in the state. Now, city officials tried to justify these restrictions by claiming they could not keep tabs on licensees who left New York City. Although they had no evidence the licensees were causing problems with their handguns beyond city limits. The thinking seemed to be that unless New York City bureaucrats somehow monitored and documented every place licensees went with a handgun and what they did with it, the licensees must be doing something bad. So courts in New York, including federal courts, do not like the Second Amendment, which emboldens the state's anti-gun officials to pass ridiculous, overreaching, and punitive gun control laws like New York City's travel ban. Thus, the ban survived judicial scrutiny all the way to the second the, the all the way to the US Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. But the US Supreme Court has repeatedly made clear that the Second Amendment protects a fundamental individual right to keep and bear arms, including handguns, for lawful purposes, particularly self defense. Nevertheless, the court has since 2010 declined to hear any Second Amendment cases challenging gun control laws. In the interim, however, President Trump has appointed two new justices to the court, of course, Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh, with strong records 
of taking the Second Amendment seriously. And so, in January, that when the plaintiffs in the New York City case asked the court to review the Second Circuit's decision upholding New York City's travel ban, the court agreed. New York City initially reacted with defiance, but as the reality began to sink in that they would finally have to justify their laws against serious judicial scrutiny, they began to furiously backpedal. First, the city amended its regulations to allow the plaintiffs to take their handguns to ranges and residences outside city limits. Then, state officials got into the act passing a law to underscore that handgun licensees could transport their licensed handguns for certain permissible purposes. The city then asked the court to dismiss the case, claiming they had given the plaintiffs everything they wanted. But the plaintiffs, however, argued the court to go forward, noting that the recent laws always be changed and this new york and that new york city handgun licensees still remain subject to the anti-gun whims of city officials only a clear second amendment ruling could protect their rights in the long term the court responded by scheduling a hearing in october on the question of whether the case should go forward in the meantime however five anti-gun u.s senators stuck their noses into the matter by submitting a friend-of-the-court brief in August, authored by Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat from Rhode Island, more an unhinged political rant than a legal argument, the brief essentially accused the court of unprofessional political bias, insisted that it not hear the case, and warned that the court might need to be restructured to be more favorable to Democrats. That's the letter, by the way, that uh, Mike alluded to, folks. Perhaps it is merely a coincidence that it took the court just over a month since that brief was filed to schedule a case that had been pending since January. Nevertheless, it is not a foregone conclusion that the court will even hear the case in December, much less that it will issue a sweeping ruling on the right to keep and bear arms that will finally bring Second Amendment deniers like New York City to heel. The case could still end at the October procedural hearing without being decided on the merits. Will the Supreme Court hear the case in December en route to a sweeping ruling on arms? It remains unclear. What is clear is the need for a lawful ruling that finally brings Second Amendment deniers like New York City to heel. Now, folks, I read that in its entirety for a reason. It puts this all in its proper perspective so that you have the information also that led to this to this point now let me put something out there whether you've got one dog in the fight 
or 100 dogs in the fight, you still got a dog in the fight, right? Well, guess what? This fight, it affects, like Mike said, everyone across America. All legal gun owners from East Coast to West Coast, from up north to down south. I've said many times before I became a gun owner that I will, I will do whatever it takes within the limits of the law to protect the Second Amendment rights of all American citizens. And I meant that shit. And I still do. And as a gun owner, even more so. Now, I can't do much. God knows I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't have the, the, the kind of resources that I wish I had. Now, Mike has more than I do, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> this, guy is, this guy is good. That's why I depend on Mike when it comes to the, to, to the gun laws heavily. And, of course, the Gun Owners Association that, I, that we both belong to, because everyone has something to contribute, something to offer in the fight, whether it's a little or a lot. And the bottom line for me is, hey, I've been a gun owner for over a year now, and I will not let anything interfere with my legal, lawful right to keep in their arms. Nor will I let anything interfere with other law-abiding gun owners. Because the bottom line is, We've got to work together. We've got to stick together. Otherwise, as I don't, there's an old saying, and I might, I might be paraphrasing here, but it's to put it simply, to put it simply, we either work together. And swim, or we fall together and we sink like a rock in the in the water. I don't have cement overshoes tied to my feet. I don't have an anchor chained to my to my ankles. And I'm not going to let. We can make that happen. It is possible to implement that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of like, I need what you can. Yeah, it's, yeah, but when was the last time you went to New Jersey? Uh, <laughs> the last time I went to New Jersey? Hey, listen, the last time I went to New Jersey, I was driving my Dodge Caravan, and I got lost. And I made a wrong point and ended up in Jersey. Okay? How can you and that, and that, uh, 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 I think. It, well, let's see. Um, uh, I'm not sure, but you know how when you're when you're coming back toward toward the bear the, the the bear mountain circle there, before you cross the bridge to come back to our side of the Hudson. Yeah. Okay. You, there's a there's a there's a there's a there's an exit ramp that that takes that can take you to Jersey. Well, yeah. stupid me, I wasn't paying attention to where I was going, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Surprise! I went, I went the wrong way. They, 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 my brother, God rest him, <laughs> he called me wrong way Harrigan. <laughs> Cause I, I was like, 
Oh, fuck. I'm in I Jersey. Like I forget, we were with the band. We were, we were coming back from, I think, Mississippi. We were driving back from playing a gig in Jackson. And the four of us were in my van with all the band equipment and everything. You know, what the fuck? It's a band. And we stopped at mm-hmm. a, a motel on the other side of the George Washington Bridge. We didn't cross over yet in the Manhattan, but we figured, you know what? Let's go to a motel. And fuck it, we'll just get a few hours sleep, and then we'll go exploring in New York City, go into a store and stuff like that. While we're down here, we'll go to some of the music stores and everything before we drive back up to Boston. Okay, great. So we stopped in this motel that was up on a hill. It was over, we were, Actually, we were near Fort Lee. That's where we were. And we walked into the office, and the guy in the motel office looked at us and said, you know, he said, all we need is one room. We're just, you know, the four of us, we're just going to get some shut-eye in there. And he said, I'm not into that crap. I don't want any of that gay stuff going on in my place. Get the fuck out of my hotel. Get the... What? The fuck? What? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? He said, I don't want any of that perverted shit oh, going on in my place. Get the fuck out of here. We were down there. You, you think you're out? What, what the fuck? Something, something wrong with you? Holy shit, that guy took a He floored us. I'll never forget that, yeah? Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Obviously, you guys left. And yeah, we had to have to stop. We were like, motherfucker, I can't believe that guy. He told me we were gay. Son of a bitch. You, you know what I would have done if it had been me? I would have looked at him and said, well, that's okay, sweetheart. But you, we, you're not that sweet to begin with, so we're, we'll just leave. Well, Mr. Lucas, goodbye. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> a fucking asshole. I'll never forget that. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was embarrassing. We were stunned. All of us like, you got to be shitting me. Do we look gay or something? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah. Well, uh, ho- hold on, everybody, for just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, due to technical difficulties with the software uh, at the time, tonight's broadcast, as I um, alluded to at the onset, uh, has only been on the on two of the of the multiple platforms that we normally use. Uh, I finally figured out why my screen went blank. I was updating uh, the uh, video drivers, which was required for me to be able to use the software uh, for video production. Because of the lateness of uh, of the time and everything, uh, tonight's broadcast, of course, will just remain on Blog Talk Radio and Mixler uh, for tonight, but tomorrow night we will be on the multiple broadcast platforms once again because I got everything to work, including the ability to support my video drivers were not updated. Now they're updated, so now everything's working the way it should. But a little too late, unfortunately, for me to use the video platforms tonight. So, for those of you who have been listening on Mixler and on Blog Talk Radio, thank you for tuning in. So far, we are really glad you're here. Um, 
And there's an old saying. If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Well, when it comes to software, check your drivers to make sure shit's working for the hardware so the software works. I mean, holy fuck, man. Unbelievable. And because I use uh, OBS Studio for the video broadcasting guys, check this out. I now have it set up with, with the latest edition of OBS Studio where when I log in to the software, all of the uh, video platforms that I'll be using will be right there. And by the way, I am including on my personal page as a test run, see how it goes. I can't do it with the, with the journalist page because I'd have to upgrade and pay for it, and I can't afford that right now. Uh, I will be putting Firefox News Online on my personal page for my friends to see, at least. So, you know, there's that. Which is no, you know, which which would be nice, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway, so that takes care of that little announcement. So let's see of all the stuff I have here. We haven't heard much out of Antifa, have we, guys? Well, I saw the video. I saw the video of them getting the shit kicked out of them by uh, local cops and homeland security cops while they tried going after an ice place. Did you see that? Um, was it important? Cops, cops just chased after them. I forget where it was. There was a video, and they went to said, "Leave me alone! Stop!" He was. They were going after him, and they were, they were arresting him. They were rounding him up. They apparently. They started throwing, the Antifa started throwing shit at the cops, rocks and stuff, so the cops just fucking cut loose and went after them. There's a, there's a, yeah, and Billy, how, how you doing? Thanks for reminding me about that. I almost forgot about that tonight. Billy, I hope, hey, listen, call in, because if, if, if I can get at least one more person to call in tonight, uh, I might do a little bit of I might do some overtime. I've been debating this all all evening, and I'm I'm still kind of on the fence about it. But if I if you if you call in, then I'll do I'll do some overtime, and we can talk about this story too. Uh, Mike, I'm sure you heard about this about a U.S. Army soldier uh, discussed bombing a news network. Yeah, they arrested him. Yep, they arrested te- him. Teaching people, teaching people online how to do it and stuff. It's fucking another nut. What the hell's the matter with these kids? Uh, is it for status, ego, or something? Look, I've got knowledge that you don't have. That and he's on the online, teaching people how to do it. What's the matter with him? Yeah, and discussing the bombing of a news network to boot. And he doesn't go into detail as to which one. 
He just says a news network. So it could be CNN, it could be MSNBC, it could be Fox News, it could be One American News. You know, God only knows. And that, and if and if I were working for a major metropolitan news channel like that, I'd be scared shitless of of that possibility. I really would. But that's yeah, that's that that was some scary. That's some really fucked up shit, though, guys. It's crazy. And what do you think about it, Gun? With that, with, with this army guy, he got a, he was arrested, obviously, uh, you know, definitely. But he was teaching people how to yeah, make how, how to do bombings and, and all, and and threatening to bomb a uh, news network and. That's, that's the first I heard of it. I, that's new and on me. Oh, so, shit. I didn't even hear of it. You didn't hear about this? Wow. Didn't hear, didn't hear I saw it on the news this morning. Yeah. I was sitting down having my morning coffee, and I had just taken my uh, my morning medication supply. Now I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here watching TV, and all of a sudden, here comes that report about a U.S. Army soldier being arrested. Is it? Is there something in the fucking water, Mike? I mean, for Christ's sakes, what the hell? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they went through enough briefings and everything. This kid didn't go through briefings about telling them what they can and cannot say. Uh, you know, OPSEC, Operation Security, OPSEC, what the fuck? What you yeah. say and don't say yeah, on social media? OPSEC. I mean, all soldiers in the, in, the, in the Army, they go through OPSEC. You know, what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say. I mean, I almost got my head handed. I almost got, I, I was threatened with a dishonorable discharge because I was on a, on a chat platform. Uh, this, uh... This kid was way the fuck out of line. So, now he's looking at the possibility of jail time. They're going to kick him out of the military. I don't know if he'll end up serving. They said a maximum of he could be looking at 20 years. I doubt if they're going to give him 20 years, but because I'll list for the rest of his life, and he's going to be dishonorably discharged. He just ruined his career and probably fucked up his life. Mm-hmm. He is fucked but good. Oh, shit. According to Fox News website, U.S. Army soldier allegedly named Beto O'Rourke as a potential target. Discussed bombing major news networks. And this soldier was at, at Fort Riley in Kansas... He was arrested discussing an attack on a major U.S. news network, sharing instructions on building a bomb and targeting Beto O'Rourke, according to authorities. 24-year-old Jarrett William Smith was charged with one count of distributing information related to explosives and weapons of mass destruction, uh, according to a news release from the Justice Department. 
Now, Smith, a private first-class infantry soldier, allegedly spoke to an undercover FBI agent last month and discussed plans to conduct an attack in the U.S. He said he was looking for more radicals like himself and mentioned killing members of the far-left group Antifa, according to an affidavit. He allegedly suggested a major American news network, the name of which was redacted from the affidavit, could be the target of a vehicle bomb. Wow. A large vehicle bomb, fill fill a vehicle full of explosives, then fill a ping-pong ball with commonly available chemical via drilling, then injection, put the ball in the tank of the vehicle and leave. 30 minutes later, boom, Smith allegedly said. Now, Smith again engaged in conversation with an undercover FBI agent on Friday, allegedly having an exchange over a person who would make a good target to kill. He appears to refer to 2020 Democratic presidential contender and former Texas congressman Beto O'Rourke. FBI, you got anyone down in Texas that would be a good fit for fire? Destruction and death? Smith. Outside of Beto? I don't know enough people that would be relevant enough to cause a change if they died. O'Rourke responded later Monday after a town hall in Gary, Indiana. We have been sharing any information that's relevant with the FBI and are very confident in their ability to bring this case to justice and protect our fellow Americans. We're grateful to the FBI for their diligence in handling this case and for their work to keep our country safe in the face of domestic terror threats. We take any threat like this very seriously, and our team is in direct contact with the FBI regarding this case. A work campaign spokeswoman, I can't pronounce her first name, but her, her last name is Cavalier. This is what she said. But went on to say, this isn't about any one person or one campaign. We won't want to scare us or cause us to back down in fighting for what's right. Now, in December of last year, Smith offered to teach others over Facebook chat how to make cell phone explosive devices in the style of the Afghans, according to the affidavit. He allegedly told investigators who questioned him before his arrest that he wanted to cause chaos by giving information to those who intended to harm others. A year before joining the Army, Smith expressed a desire to join the violent, far-right Ukrainian paramilitary group called Azov Battalion. Smith joined the Army June 12, 2017, and was transferred to Fort Riley, Kansas on July 8. He could face a maximum of 20 years in federal prison and a fine of up to $250,000 if convicted. This boy belongs on more than just one fucking medication. Yeah, it sounds like there's more to this story. They're going to be putting this guy away. He's uh, He was uh, something's fucking tweaked. Wow. Oh, yeah. 
there, there's more to this story than, than they're letting out. But obviously, because it's an ongoing case, uh, there's a lot of stuff that they can't release. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah. Uh, but just based on the information that, that you and I just read, uh, hello. Fuck with no oh, tell yeah. me about it. Yeah, but now with the information he shared over Facebook and everything, God only knows how many potential uh, terrorists are out there. Well, hopefully they can catch whoever downloaded the information or whoever's a member of those chat rooms and looked at it. Maybe there's a way that they can, I'm sure if there is, and they're tracking them. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. Yo, Billy. Call up the blog talk line. Join us. We're we're sitting here talking about this. You mentioned it in the chat room. How about joining us? I want to get your insights on this. Gunslinger, while while I'm waiting for to see if Billy actually does call in, and I hope he does. Um what are you what are your thoughts on this? I mean they're probably gonna throw the book at him, I ain't no ain't no doubt about that. But uh well like I said, you know, they're nutcases all over. Just waiting to waiting to blow. Give them a reason, okay? I mean, just like people, you know, go out there and commit these mass shootings and everything. It's not the gun. It's the, people, it's the person that flips because of maybe a medical reason or on some type of psychotropic drug or mental uh, conditions or whatever. How are you going to sort through all that stuff? It's pretty much impossible. <laughs> go ahead. Hmm. Well, as it stands right now, we don't know how many people are uh, how many people have have accessed the information that he shared on Facebook chat. We don't know how many people may have not necessarily downloaded the information, but saw that information. And wrote it down, or, or or anything like that. So we don't know how many people are out there with this knowledge that he shared pretty openly. So this is a this also raises a you know a very deep concern. Uh, Say who? Okay, where did everybody go? I'm here. I heard somebody say something, and then you asked, say who, but I don't know who that was that came in. Uh, Gunslinger? 
I'm still here. I might have might have been me. I had some background noise. It wasn't me. Whoever chimed in, somebody started to say something, and then you asked, basically, what? I started to do something. I started to say something, but I did. I seen that my mic wasn't muted. <laughs> um. Well, I, I think right now the the way it stands currently, okay, the way it stands currently is that, you know, this information is out there, okay? And hopefully, uh, I mean this wholeheartedly, hopefully Facebook is doing something smart for a change and actually sharing that, sharing that information with the FBI and, and making sure that this information, you know, because obviously Facebook must have knowledge of what usernames actually uh, looked at it. They would have that. I would imagine they have that information, and they could readily share it with the FBI. You know. Well, there's so, plenty like him. I'm I'm sure they're monitoring. We'd be surprised at how many they're monitoring like him that are out there. Hmm. Exactly. You know, the world's full of fucking lunatics. Like we always say, they shut down all the asylum, so the world's full of them. Take your pick, they're everywhere. And they know how to get on the computer, and so there you go. We got you, you never know these days who the fuck you're even talking to on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I'm very cautious as to who I talk to online. You know, especially on Facebook. The only yeah. people I talk to on Facebook are the friends that I have on Facebook. And some of the so, and I've got like over three hundred friends, friends of friends, friends of friends of friends of friends, you know that sort of thing. I got to start weeding some of that shit out eventually. That's a lot of names to go through, but of the of, of the of, of the big bulk of, of, of the people that are on my contacts list on the right hand side of my Facebook page that I look at. On the same page that we all see when we're logged into Facebook. Uh, I mean, I've got family and friends all right there. I mean, right now, just just looking at it, I see one one person that I know personally face to face. Actually, two people. Three? No, th- make that three. Uh, make that four, actually five. So there are five people right now logged into Facebook that I know that I know personally face to face. Okay. Actually six. I take that back. There's six. Uh, yeah, there's more than that. Anyway, you get the idea. So. 
at any one time I could I could drop these 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 guys and gals a message on Facebook, right? And with the people that I interact with here on the broadcast, uh, if it's something I if there's something that I want to share openly uh, with everyone, I'll use the FFNO news and topic room. If it's something that I just want to go and, and share with someone individually, then I've got the individual's uh, connection, so I can do it one-on-one with that person. You know, but again, this is this is the cho- that's my choice to make. You know, as far as who I interact with, I've had people send me messages, and if you if you go to that little chat bubble, like where you see your name and it says home, create, and all that shit, when you go to that little chat bubble that says messages, you'll see right in the top border, recent and message requests. So if I go to message requests, and then I, I I do the the filter thing. You know, I I've got one here that says Facebook user. Apparently, that person uh, requires verification, so that person is gone. And, of course, I've got other people that that have sent me messages that I don't accept messages from. Why? Because they hardly message me anyway, so I just put them, I I tuck them away in a nice little room on Facebook. I make sure that there's, that there's, that there's something for them to to go on, and of course, you know, make sure that they, they've got they got the, the water bottle, and uh, you know, make sure that they're they're taken care of. <laughs> and then there are those that I just don't want to freaking hear from at all that go in there too. But if there's someone outside of my friends list that messages me, it's going to go to the message requests. I don't think Billy's going to join us on the phone line, guys. That's not fair. He's sitting in the chat room and he's not. He doesn't want to call in. And 20 minutes ago, he put that thing about the soldier in the chat room, and now he's like, <laughs> not saying a dang thing, not even calling in. He doesn't want to talk to us. I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Got Iggy Mom in the chat room, and you know she's been sitting there nice and peaceful. Good to see you as always, Iggy. Nice to know you're there, dear. Hi, Iggy. Now, remember a moment ago I brought up Antifa? Well, apparently, Antifa members were caught on camera harassing Portland police near a climate rally. Yeah. Now, if you remember the journalist Andy No, 
the guy that Antifa beat the snot out of? Yeah. Well, he reacted Monday after covering a demonstration in Portland, Oregon, where young protesters harassed police. Andy No said that this group that demonstrated on Friday was a bit younger than what the average Antifa member is. These were their youth wings. The comments came after Antifa members were caught on camera harassing police in the area of a climate change rally. One member called a police officer a pig, and the other and another told a cop to shut the fuck up. Now, Friday, hundreds of thousands of protest, uh, pro- hundreds of thousands protested climate change around the world. Australia, with more than 300, more than 300,000 protesters taking to the streets around the country, saw its largest demonstration since the start of the Iraq War in 2000. In 2003, I'm tongue-tied, boys and girls. However, in Portland, a faction of masked Antifa militants dressed in black harassed police officers. Now, Andy No said that while most climate protests around the world were peaceful, a group of militants commandeered part of the demonstrations and replaced the chant about the climate to expletives against the police. Well, unbelievable, these fuckers. There were several arrests throughout the day, according to Andy No. He also said that one of the suspects was found to be carrying weapons such as a hammer, brass knuckles, and a switchblade. Wow. Andy No added that after the climate rally ended, the group of masked militants went to a local immigration and customs enforcement facility and threw projectiles at officers there. He said the video he shot showed the protesters running from police. Brian Kilmeade on Fox News Channel asked Andy No about the typical age of an Antifa member at the demonstrations. No said, What's concerning about this to me is that this movement is able to recruit younger and younger people. I mean, any of these masked people are really children. And he went on to say, you see how they've bought into this narrative that the police are evil and they have no hesitation in not just showing disrespect to law enforcement, but hatred and trying to actively get in the way of the arrests. And this is the, the DNC's right, right arm for bullying people. They are doing the dirty work of the Democrats. And the Democrats won't denounce them because they figure, hey, you want to do our dirty work? Go right ahead. Here again, over the weekend, yet another Antifa, a bunch of Antifa thugs decided they were going to do what they did. Go figure.
Is there any uh, progress on Trump um, saying that he was going to make uh, those Antifas into a domestic terrorist organization, group, whatever? I haven't seen anything. You, Mike? I haven't seen anything. Mike? Um... Mike's on the line with us, but I'm, he's not—he's not responding. So he might be busy doing something. But I haven't heard anything, Gunslinger. You know, but that's not to say that maybe Mike hasn't heard anything. It's possible he might have heard something along in regards to that. Uh, honestly, I wish he—I wish President Trump would sign an executive order. Declaring Antifa as a domestic terror organization. I really wish he would. Because this is getting out of control. And the cops need to stand up to these assholes. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I, I was listening, and I haven't seen anything yet. But I did, I did see something interesting on one of the collector's sites, a book published in Nazi Germany in 1933. So obviously, it's propaganda. That was the year that Hitler took power, and uh, the book was about communism and socialism. And I, you know, too bad I don't. I, too bad I don't speak German. It would be great. To read the Nazi platform, what the fucking Nazis felt about socialism and how it fit in with communism. But these guys don't even recognize that they think socialism is cool. They don't understand that no, it's not cool. It's fucking bad. All three of them: Nazism, socialism, and communism. It's it, all these fucking isms. Is those three isms are trash. They're garbage. And anybody that believes in it is a fucking retard. But they don't get it. I told you, in my collection, I think I've got two. Did I ever tell you that? I've got two original Antifa pins in my collection from the 1930s, from uh, actually probably even earlier, probably like 29, 30, 31, somewhere in there. Where they're from, you know, they're the German group. They were the three arrows at an angle. And uh, they came out of estates in Germany where those pins were hidden, I'm sure. And just put away, and the families didn't pay any attention to it or anything, but they showed up afterwards. And I, I ended up with them in my collection. Um, mm. But they're original. That was the, the three arrows at an angle. Well, get a load of this, guys. Uh, Billy, if you're going to join us, you better you better call in now, three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Like you to join us, big guy. Again, three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Yeah, it's if you if, if you if you could if you could read and speak German, that that, that probably would have been a great addition to your collection. Yeah. Now. To to go on the uh, uh, to to go back to uh, to our favorite 
primary topic on this broadcast, and that's protecting our gun rights. I want to read a little something here. I want to see, with Mike here, I want to see if he recognizes the, the following statement and who said it. This year will go down in history. For the, for, the first, for the first time, a civilized nation has full gun registration. Our streets will be safer, our police more efficient, and the world will follow our lead into the future. Ooh, I know who said that, I think. All right, well, let's see if Mike knows. Well, they said that the Nazis, it was either Hitler or Goebbels came out with that, and, uh, but I don't know if it was completely proven that it was one of them. But I know where you're going with it. But also there was another there was another one that was a good parody on that. It was Adolf Hitler on the passing of the German Weapons Act in 1935. Right. I don't know if it was it was because there were people that contested it whether he did that, but there was an article that was done as a parody, um, and it was really convincing to people that don't know their history. And I just put it in the FFNO. And if you read it like a regular newscast, and then it'll dawn on you what the fuck they're talking about, and that's interesting, you know, because it would be like how would CNN have reported on. You know, and then you, you you sit back and you go, no shit, it's true. That's how they would have reported it. So people that take like historic things and and put them into different contexts oh, like God. today and say, is that do you see it? Is it cool or what? Yeah, very 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 interesting indeed. Isn't that cool? And then as you read it, you realize what the fuck you're talking about. It's like, come on. But it's it's well done. And that's just the way CNN would would do it. Well, you got about thirty seconds, folks. Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Billy, if you're gonna call, do it now. I'd like you to come on with us. Otherwise, it's I'm gonna it's gonna be just the just me gunslinger and Mike. I'm surprised you know none of the other usual suspects have shown up tonight. Probably a sleepy Monday. Yeah, probably. But we are now into overtime on Blog Talk Radio and still live on Mixler. But yeah, it, I, I found it interesting when I saw that quote. I saw it earlier today, and I thought, you know, regardless of who, whether it was Hitler who said it or or, or whoever, it was tied. It, it was it was connected to the um, the passing of the uh, German Weapons Act in, of 1935, and I, I thought. Wait a minute. What's that phrase I often say about history? If we do not learn from the mistakes of the past, we are doomed to see them repeated in our future. Hello, Democrats. 
You want gun confiscation, gun registration? Sounds awfully familiar, doesn't it? Isn't that what the Nazis did in World War II? <laughs> and they call Trump a Nazi? There's an old saying, folks. Point your finger at someone. And look at the three fingers that point back at you. Now you'll understand when I say... When someone points a finger at you, there's always three fingers pointing back at themselves when it comes to making stupid accusations. It's just mind-boggling how the Democrats think that, you know, history doesn't teach you something. They think that, 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 that history... Is, you know, is, is something to be manipulated and twisted. No. It's meant to teach us so that we don't screw up ourselves in the process and do what they, what, what they did in Germany because if they did it in Germany, wow, okay, that's during World War II. Now fast forward decades later to now and what do the Democrats want to do? The same thing they the fucking Nazis did. Oops. Not a very, very, very smart idea, Democrats. But you think you know everything about guns. And this picture which I like that picture with the ammuni- with the with the ammunition. Calling a thirty odd, a twenty-two caliber bullet a thirty odd six. That thing must really pack a punch. I mean, damn, that little bitty thing. A little teeny tiny bullet. I mean, I have, I, I've got a whole box of them fucking things. I've got a, I've got a little, um, a little box about half full sitting right here on my desk. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've got a thirty odd six. Them some bitches. God well, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the 22 caliber. Well, yeah. I'm looking at this yeah. tiny bullet. It's no bigger than my Depakote pill for, for my epilepsy. So, Democrats, you think you know things about guns? And you put shit like that out? What are you, stupid? Uh, rhetorical question, not requiring an answer. <laughs> now, here in the FFNO, this is a, a real picture with a real comparison of size so that you can see the real differences, not the every town and mums freaked out about everything they see and hear in the world. Uh, look at the differences. And there's a real 30-odd six dumbasses. Yeah, I would love to see it. But I can't get it to open. The fuck here? Why the fuck didn't it open? I'll try it again. 
Open that time? I still can't open it up. All right, hold on a second. I'm clicking on it and clicking on it, and it ain't doing nothing. Okay, I'll copy this one now. There's a different... Let me try getting a different picture of it. Maybe it was a picture that I copied. Um... Try doing a screen capture. I could probably open a screen capture up of it. Did that one open? Nope. Three times you posted it, and three times I can't open it. I can open oh, the one you... about Boston. Okay, we'll do it. I'll do a screen capture then. Let's see. How yeah, I mean it's it's fucking ridiculous. I don't know why. What's going on with that? Maybe that site has a way of stopping you from copying pictures. No, if you're if you're if you're putting the picture in 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 the in, in, into my uh, news and topic room, there shouldn't be an issue. Well, try that one. Try the screen con. See if that works. I'm opening it up right now. Ah, there we go. I like the comparison to to the size of a quarter for the 22 long rifle ammunition. Yeah. That's that's a that's that's a great way to com- to to compare the size lengthwise. Now let's see. Point thirty carbine or carbine rather. Uh, point three hundred BLK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five point five six by forty five mil. Okay. Yep. Seven six two by thirty nine. Seven six two by thirty nine is the AK and SKS. That's a standard round for the AK. Then the next mm-hmm. two is an AR fifteen round, also for the M sixteen. Seven six two by fifty one is three oh eight. That's also known as seven six two by fifty. Well, 762 by 51, that's NATO caliber. And then 762 by 54, that's a Soviet main, that's been their main fucking round since, since the 1891 Mosin That's their main fucking battle rifle round for years. Uh, SVDs and all of them have used that. The SVT 40, all of them. And those in the gaunt, that's the main round. The next to it is a 30 add 6, not a 22. The next to that, the motherfucker, the 50. And what, so what, what I, one did they say was shotgun round? I don't know. They were claiming something was 12 gauge, remember? <laughs> they had no idea. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me go back to it here. Hold on. Yeah, <clears throat> 22 round, that's going to 30 out of 6. Dumbasses. Let's see here. Uh, 12 gauge. The one they show for a 12 gauge, that ain't no 12 gauge round. I hate to be the disappoint. I hate to disappoint their fucking ass. No. Duh. Dummies. I mean, 12 gauge, uh, it has like a, a nice plastic into it. It's got the brass yeah. bottom and the and, and and doesn't look like that. I've seen twelve gauge rounds. It don't look anything like this. Mm mm. 
Democrats don't know. There's another one. Will this open up? Yeah, that'll open up. Look at this one. This compares the sizes you can see it. Well, the only thing it doesn't show my 45 in there, but all right, you get an idea. You can see a 40 snippet lesson. Well, there's a 45 by 70. 4570. I've got a 4570 rifle from back in the old days, and uh, that was a nasty fucking round. I mean, you're holding that rifle, and you take a look at the bore on it, and it's like no, no wonder the Indians were pissed off. If I had something that size chasing me down the fucking street, I'd be pissed off. It's a big round. Yeah, that's one. That is one big hawking bullet, boy. I tell you, three fifty-seven magnum round. Nice size bullet. Thirty-eight special, also a nice size bullet. Forty caliber Smith and Wesson. Interesting. Then of course the the standard nine millimeter and the twenty-two long rifle. Yep. Yep. So every time. For gun safety or moms against whatever the fuck they they have no clue. But they don't care. They don't have to tell the truth. They just want their message out. They don't care if it's true or not. No, they give a shit. Ed left the conversation. Who? He left the chat. he left the FFNO chat. Who did? Ed, you know from Michigan. Oh. I understand what that was all about. Maybe he had a long day. He he left the FFNO chat room in general. If you look, it says Ed, I'm not going to say his last name, left the conversation. What the hell? Did he get mad at something? I don't know. He didn't say anything. He just up and left. Thanks to me. He did that. That's weird. sense why he would do that. I mean, we're still friends on Facebook, but it's like, what the hell? Oh, well. 
I don't know. Well, I something him. happened. Well, I asked him in, he in, in chat one-on-one, you know, why did he leave the FFNL chat? And he saw the message, so hopefully he's responding. You know? Uh, he had a bad, maybe it was a bad day. Maybe was, something's going on. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody, everybody has different lives. Uh, I wish him well. Uh, Hope he's all right. All we can do. Hope yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's it, getting back to this ammunition nonsense. I mean, come on, really? Uh, Mom's Rainy Town or whatever the freaking hell they are? I mean, let's see here. What, what does it say? Yeah. Mom's for Every Town. Mom's Demand Action. For, for Gun Sense in America kind of shit. You people don't have any fucking clue what you're talking about. Mike just gave you an education. So, I don't know. He dropped me as a friend on Facebook, too. the hell Ed dropped me as a friend on Facebook too the hell did I do to him Absolutely no fucking sense. Anyway. No. Like I said, I hope all right, right. Well, got a story here. Too bad Ron Rex not wasn't with us tonight. It's right out of his, out of his neck of the woods. Apparently, a Missouri woman, a Missouri woman's dry shampoo explodes and shatters the car's sunroof. And get a load of this, fellas. Yeah, that's what I said when I first saw the headline. I'm like, what? Wow. Oh, a Missouri mother is warning drivers to be careful not to leave aerosol cans in hot vehicles after a bottle of dry shampoo exploded, shattering the sunroof of her daughter's car. Christine Debrecht of St. Peter's claimed the bottle was left in the console of her 19-year-old daughter's Honda Civic on Wednesday. It was hot yesterday, and the can exploded, she said. Debrecht 
explained in a Facebook post, the explosion blew the console cover off its hinges, shot through the sunroof, and went high enough in the air that it landed about 50 feet away. We thought something fell down from the sky, but the glass was going out, so we know that wasn't the case. This is what Debrecht told KSDK. She said it took 10 to 15 minutes to figure out what caused the explosion. Luckily, her daughter wasn't in the car at the time, but she wants to warn others to heed those warnings on products you may be using. Please don't leave aerosol cans and especially dry shampoo as this seems to be an issue with some brands in your car, she wrote. I am so grateful that no one was hurt. Warning labels on aerosol cans often warn against leaving such, pro- such products in sunlight or exposing them to heat or flame. Uh, Word to the wise, folks. If you're buying stuff that's in aerosol that's in an aerosol can, you know, do yourself a favor. Make sure you take it the fuck out of the car. Or this could happen to you while you're in the car. And people wonder why stupid shit like this happens. Well, it's the same thing, you know, because, like I said, out here, we, we live in the, in the county out here, so we burn our trash. Uh, maybe an aerosol can or something might get thrown in the trash, and an empty one, shit, that's somebody that's going off like a damn bomb. All of a sudden, you hear a boom, you know. <laughs> Pretty funny, as long as you're not standing right by it. <laughs> well, that's, that story, they're warning people about keeping uh, bottles of water in your car. Because they could set the car on fire. At first, I thought it was bullshit, but I guess in the right circumstances, the water can act like a lens, and if the sun's going through it, it can create a hot spot and light upholstery on fire, and it's happened. You'd like a magnifying glass. Yeah, a magnifying glass. Guys, I think Ed closed his account altogether. Oh, the Facebook account? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I went right. and he's gone. His account's down. All right, George, I hope he's all right. That's all we can do is hope he's okay. See if you guys can get in. If you can, if, if he's available to you guys, because you, you, you both you and Gunslinger, with him. Um, well, like I said, everybody, everybody has different things going on in their lives. I mean, it's you know. So who knows? I just hope he's all right. And look what's happening with Chris and uh, Andy. I would have never expected that out of Chris. He's too young. Major stroke. 
I heard he was getting better, but I, don't, I haven't heard anything since. I haven't seen or heard anything from uh, from from Andy about about his son at all. No. That, that that day the information came out. No, it's scary stuff. Here you are living your life, and the next minute, all of a sudden, you, it, I hope he doesn't end up an invalid. A stroke? That's scary. Can you imagine being in prison in your own body? You can't speak? What? Sometimes it takes people, like, years to come out of it. And other people, it takes weeks. I, I don't know. I don't think medicine is a, is a per- perfect science to make it, some people think it is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hope I, I hope that he, he comes out of it okay. I really do. You know, <clears throat> I mean, I've known Andy, you know, for decades, and uh, you know, like I said to you once before, he, you know, he was he was very good friends with my brother, and you know, I got to know him through my brother. So. You know, I, I just hope that uh, that he's all right. You know, ah, my old first sergeant's birthday is is today. Isn't that a hit in the head? Hmm. No. I just used an account to uh, another account to uh, to to see what was going on with Ed. He blocked me. I have no idea what the fuck that was all about. Well, I don't expect that he'll be coming back to the show anytime soon, if ever. If that's the case. <sighs> anyway, I may as well call it a night, guys. All right. Thank you. Have a great, great night. We'll see you tomorrow. And tomorrow night we'll be on the multi- we'll be on the multiple broadcast platforms of the Firefox News Online Broadcasting Network once again. Now that everything is back to working the way it should. Until then, for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you for tuning in. 
Remember this, and don't ever forget, y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful, and if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. It's a simple request. You know, I mean, uh, not a a hard thing to do. Good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. If you have any comments you'd like to share, we'd like to hear from you. Write to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. And if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to send our way, you can send them to WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. Firefox News Online airs Monday through Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 Central, and 8 Pacific Time on multiple broadcast platforms. Go to Facebook.com slash FFNOP. That's Facebook.com slash FFNOP. NOP, or you can go to facebook.com slash Firefox News Online Journalist. That's facebook.com slash Firefox News Online Journalist, where you will find the links to all the live broadcasts. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. Done.